Last call, my friends. We are starting our vision planning workshop today. <laughs> okay, if you're listening to this, join us. If you're listening live, if not, that's totally fine. You can sign up any day in the three days to get all access to all of the replays. But I wanted to jump on really quick and let you know before we dive into the episode that we are doing our free three-day vision planning workshop. We're calling it um, our Healthy Me 2023. It's a it's a, a workshop series where I help you walk through your vision of becoming a woman of wellness in 2023 and beyond. So I hope you'll join me. We love to do visions around here. I do them very differently than most. So hopefully you are will join me. And if you're not interested in that, or if it if you're a little too late, we still have our Wellness Academy opening next week. Okay. Get yourself on the wait list. You're going to love hearing about this. And if you're on the wait list, you will hear all about our Wellness Academy coaching program, where we coach you to become the woman of wellness that you want to become, create the goals that you want to go achieve, uh, achieve the things that you want to achieve, all of the above. So that is coming next week. Even if you're not in our vision planning workshop, we want to invite you to join us. You can get on the wait list at awomanofwellness.com forward slash academy and learn more about that when the doors open. And I'm so excited to share more about that with you coming next week. Welcome to the Woman of Wellness podcast, a show for the woman who wants to make peace with food, love her body, and find joy in exercise and movement. I'm Elizabeth, exercise physiologist and women's nutrition and wellness coach here to spread the message that it is absolutely possible for you to enjoy food, exercise, and your body without guilt, shame, or regret. To the woman who is fed up with dieting, feels trapped in a body she wishes she could love, or who lets food and fitness rules overtake her life, it's time to put a hard stop on diet culture and discover wellness within. My friend, you are already a woman of wellness. Your worth is more than a number on the scale. You are worthy of showing up in love for your body today and every day. On this podcast, I want you to show up as yourself, beautifully imperfect and gain confidence to accomplish anything you set your mind to. I believe that every woman has the gift of knowing what her body truly wants and needs within herself, and I'm here to help you discover it. Join me each week for conversations about food, fitness, weight loss, and wellness to help you achieve your goals and love taking care of your unique body. It's a lie that wellness has to be hard, painful, and downright miserable, and I'm ready to link arms with you and experience the joy of wellness together. Welcome to the Woman of Wellness podcast. I am your host, Elizabeth Dahl, where we help you step into the identity and version of the woman of wellness that you want to become, achieve your best health, your most optimized wellness, and show up for the life that you want to live. Welcome if you are here for the first time or if you're here for the hundredth plus time. I'm so glad to have you. And today we are talking about what intuitive eating is. Maybe you're new to this concept, or maybe you've tried it and it's been tricky for you, or somewhere in between. Maybe you love it. Maybe you're already living an intuitive eating lifestyle. Wherever you're at today, we're going to be talking about what it is and where do you start. If you're looking to get off diets, 
If you're frustrated with the diet cycle of failure, or you want to learn how to use your body to tell you what it needs and listen to your body, we're going to be talking all about that today, as well as how to use intuitive eating to step into change, potentially weight loss or any sort of health and wellness change that you want to make for your life. Before I dive in, I have two free guides for you, okay? So you can choose one or both. Um, we've got one guide that helps, gives you five steps to get started with intuitive eating. So if you're wanting to learn more and just get started into this idea and this world of intuitive eating, because we talk a lot about that around here, you can get that. All the links are in the show notes for you. And I also have a guide to help you transition from dieting to intuitive eating. So if you are a dieter or you have a lot of diet behaviors and you want to learn how to transition away from diet behaviors and into more intuitive eating behaviors and strategies, that guide will also help you. So again, both are in the show notes and I would love to have you um, get those and get started and use this episode to help you get started in the world of intuitive eating. So let's talk about intuitive eating and really why you should be interested in it, right? <laughs> I think that's a good question of like, okay, well, here's what it is and and why is it important to you? Or why do I think that it would be a really good, um, why do I talk about it so much? And why do I think it would be such a good thing for your lifestyle? Intuitive eating is a method of eating where you use your body's signals to meet your body's needs. It's pretty basic. But what happens in intuitive eating compared to dieting mode is that you are in the driver's seat. You get to be the one to learn how to listen to and honor the cues of your body and give it the food that serves it best for how you want to show up for your life. Okay? So that is how we're going to define intuitive eating moving forward. And before we kind of go deep into it, I want to make sure that we clear out some misconceptions about and surrounding intuitive eating. One misconception is that it is a free-for-all, right? It's a free-for-all approach. I can eat whatever I want. I can do whatever I want with no regard to health or no regard to responsibility, right? I think it can be seen like that. I think there are people that that preach intuitive eating in this way, and that's not how we want to show up as women of wellness, right? We want a level of responsibility for our health. That's a characteristic of a woman of wellness. She's responsible for her health and her journey of health. And when we look at and use intuitive eating as a place of giving up that responsibility or accountability and just saying, I'm going to do whatever I want, we lose, we lose the meaning of why we're doing it. So that's the first one that usually is a misconception. The second one is that it's not a weight loss method or that it's not, that it won't help you lose weight. So you know, why would we do this? And maybe you've had situations like maybe you've tried it and you didn't see weight loss, right? Maybe you have some evidence that intuitive eating has not supported your goals. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit later, but that's a big misconception as well, is that it, it isn't 
I can't use it as a weight loss method. And there's a book called Intuitive Eating written by Evelyn Triboli. And really, they didn't write it as a book specific for weight loss. And so that that's that's correct. <laughs> it wasn't written for weight loss. And a lot of people think that it's a, essentially like a way to gain weight, right? Maybe you've seen some of that evidence that it's caused you to gain some weight. And here's what I want you to know about intuitive eating when it comes to weight loss, weight gain, and anything in between is that we can use the principles of intuitive eating to take your body where you want it to go, okay? Because what happens is when we become an intuitive eater, we align our eating habits, our health habits with that woman that we want to become. And if weight loss is a goal or if weight loss is needed in our bodies, our bodies will one naturally shift toward the the size that matches our habits and we will we can also take intentional steps through the use of intuitive eating to change our bodies okay so it it's not oh it's not it's not a automatic weight gain that some people have said it is and it's not not a weight loss system or process we can utilize the principles of intuitive eating. What intuitive eating really does is help you heal your relationship with your body and your food so that you can step into those levels of change, okay? How, oh, the the third one is intuitive eating is not having a plan, right? That's a misconception that some people have is like, you can just eat whatever you want and with no plan, just say, what do I feel like today? Well, that's not really the lifestyle that we live, right? We can't just decide today that I'm going to eat this or not eat this, right? We need to think about, we need to use the principles. Like we've said before, use the principles of intuitive eating to create a plan that supports your lifestyle. I am an intuitive eater and I also have a menu plan and that's a great combination. Okay. So hopefully if you've had any of those misconceptions, or if you have some evidence that some of these things have been true for you, I hope to break down those misconceptions and build evidence in the other direction that intuitive eating can support your lifestyle, no matter where you're at and no matter what level of experience you have with it. So how do we then view intuitive eating around here? I've said it before, and you've probably heard it throughout this episode, but really it's about finding a method or strategy of nutrition. And we could include intuitive exercise, right? Intuitive movement. So an idea of an intuitive lifestyle, finding a method of being intuitive that supports the lifestyle that you want to show up for. If you want more energy, that requires calories and nutrients right? If you want to be able to hike a mountain, that requires calories, nutrients, and some training with exercise and movement. If you want to learn how to um, cook meals, that requires some skills. So intuitive eating is defined in your life by the life that you want to live. It's going to look a little bit different for everyone, but the principles are all the same. And I already kind of shared, I wrote down this question, how does intuitive eating fit with weight loss? And I I feel like I kind of already 
walked you through that a little bit, but basically what happens is when we heal that relationship, we get out of the diet mentality, we get out of the all or nothing approach, the binge restrict approach, we start to find a balance. And when we are in a balance, we can take a balanced approach to change. We don't feel like we're out of control around food, right? We can feel safe and confident. We know how to meet our hunger and our fullness needs. We know how to feel satisfied with food, right? We know how to implement a meal strategy that fits our life. We know how to use food to give ourselves energy. We learn these principles so that we can step into weight loss in an intuitive way with additional strategies instead of having to go back onto the diet. So how do you then start implementing intuitive eating into your life? I wanted to give you three simple steps today. If you are new to it or if you want to try it again, these are the three these are the three steps that I want you to take to get started on this journey of intuitive eating because it might feel foreign to you and it will be a practice. Intuitive eating is a practice and it's okay if it feels a little bit foreign or it feels a little bit different or not a way that you've done it before. Okay. And I want you to honor that and just know that you can take it as slow as you need because it really is about a method of learning to work with your body and listen to it. And if you've been fighting or working against your body, for a long time, it will take some time to shift the mental and physical energy that you need to step into the belief and the action of honoring and listening to your body. Step number one is to start becoming aware or step into awareness. And the way that I recommend this is hyper-focusing on your needs hyper listening in for your body to tell you the things that it needs. So I would recommend maybe setting a timer every hour, every two hours and just saying, how am I feeling? Where am I at? What am I feeling? Am I hungry? Am I full? Do I need a meal? Do I need a snack? Start to just become aware of the needs that your body is telling you. Become aware of energy changes. I'm feeling really tired. Why? Where did that come from? I'm feeling really hungry. Oh, I totally didn't eat breakfast. We have to start becoming aware of what's going on with our bodies and putting the responsibility back on us. This is stepping into responsibility for your journey instead of the diet plan, right? The diet plan says eat this number of calories or macros every day or eat at this time. And now we're starting to come in and say, okay, I'm going to learn to trust that my body's going to give me some cues that I can use to do something with, right? Yeah, we do need to understand the principles of nutrition. Yes, macros are important. Macros are protein, carbohydrates, and fats. It's important to understand how these things work. Oh my goodness, I didn't have any protein for breakfast. No wonder I feel this way, right? That could be a of a little bit further down the road. You're starting to learn, you're playing the detective role and building clues. So I want to tell you a little bit of a funny story because I think this will kind of bring it home for you. And it's about me and my husband. (laughs) Hopefully he doesn't mind me sharing this. 
Um, he's horrible at honoring his ungrateful excuse, actually. He very much makes it um, through the day without eating anything. And this has kind of been his life and his habit. And every time I'm, you know, he'll say, oh, I don't feel great tonight. Or, oh, I, I don't know why I'm not feeling good. Or I don't have any energy. And and I, I lovingly say, um, have you eaten anything today? And a lot of times the answer is no. And we have to discuss like, okay, so if you don't have any energy, it's probably because you don't have any food in your body because food provides energy. And, you know, you'd think this is what I do for a living and it would, it would sink in, but it, but it hasn't yet. And that's okay. <laughs> um, but I, I try to remind him like, okay, if make sure you're listening to your cues, but also you need to have a little bit more what's the right word? Awareness and structure, right? Maybe you're not always on top of it, or maybe you're not always in a place to like act on your feelings. Maybe you're working and you can't act on those hunger feelings. And so you generally just ignore them, right? This is a very common thing for a lot of people. Um, and then you're starving later, <laughs> anyone else? And I said, you know, what I think would be really good for you is to get into some sort of structure of eating, right? Like, maybe just even start with breakfast. Just know like I eat breakfast every day. Even if I struggle throughout the rest of the day, at least I have some energy here. Like starting to become more aware, starting to implement some of that structure to help you become more aware. But but what happens is so often is we forget to be aware of what's going on until we feel the symptom, right? We forget to be aware until we feel that symptom of fatigue, hanger, whatever. And sometimes we don't know where that symptom is coming from because we haven't attached it to food or to anything, right? We just, we just notice the symptom. And so I want you guys to start recognizing your body's cues and some of the symptoms and looking for where those symptoms are coming from. Where is this coming from? And what is it like, did, did I did, did anything I do affect this symptom or create this symptom? If I'm later in the day and I feel exhausted and I haven't eaten anything, it connects it. Oh, I need to do a better job at listening to my hunger and fullness cues. So either I implement a strategy to say, okay, every hour I'm just going to check in and see how I'm feeling and set it on my phone. Or something like, okay, I just know that I'm going to set a reminder for myself to eat breakfast every day. And I'm going to start there you know, and just know that like my body needs the fuel to carry me through the day. And that's good. Okay. And I want to tell you one area that I do really poorly so that you guys understand that this is still a practice that I work on and I have other areas to work on. So I am traditionally very bad at drinking water. I don't know what it is. Water just does not taste good since I've had babies just doesn't taste the same. It sounds really weird to say that out loud, but I don't love water. But I also don't want to be drinking, you know, a lot of flavored waters or drink mixes all day long, right? I don't want that to be my only only um, hydration. And so it's so interesting because sometimes I tell my husband, how could you not listen to your cues? But it's interesting because I often have a symptom in the evening of extreme thirst. Like, or just fatigue. And I've worked on it for long enough that 
um, I know where that symptom is coming from. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm dehydrated, right? The symptom is I'm, I don't feel good or I have a headache or I feel very parched, right? And the, the cause is dehydration. So I've connected the symptom with the cause. And so one of the things that I have to do a little bit better is it's not super intuitive for me to just drink water all day long. So I have to be a little bit more hyper-focused on it and have reminders and cues throughout my house. I always bring a water bottle to the office where I am right now. And I just, it's a physical reminder for me. Oh yeah, I need to drink that before I'm done with my work session. Or you could set a timer on your phone, right? Every hour I need to drink a glass of water. So just thinking about those kinds of things, how can I intentionally choose to become aware of what I want to do? That's the first thing is just start to recognize how do I feel? Can I connect it with anything? Does it have a connection to what I ate or what I drank or how I slept, right? Start making those connections with your body. So often we're not connected to our body because we're listening to what everyone else is telling us to do. And intuitive eating is about in turning inward toward your body and listening to hear what it's telling you and then implementing strategies to prevent those symptoms and give it what you want, right? To have symptoms of energy, have outcomes of energy and, and all of that. So step number one is awareness. Start to step into awareness and use methods and strategies to help you become aware, like timers, words on the mirror, um, physical prompts, right? Visual prompts, whatever it is for you, create a prompt to start to become more aware of your actions. Step number two is practice. Start practicing. So once you're aware of it, now start practicing. Hmm. I'm aware of a hunger cue that I felt. I feel hungry. I'm going to choose to practice eating when I feel hungry. That's a, an intuitive eating practice. Or I notice that I get really hung. So I have a symptom. I become aware. I have a symptom that I am hungry, really over hungry before dinner. And I usually over snack because I haven't eaten anything all day. And I am not really that hungry for dinner, but like, you know, you kind of just overdo it because you hadn't eaten anything over day all the day. What did I try to say? I should have brain cramp. Um, so for you, it might be, I need to have a practice of eating a snack after lunch before dinner, an intentional snack, because I know that's when I get hangry or that's when I struggle and I tend to eat all the snacks before dinner, right? That's a practice. So the second step is to choose a practice to follow. And those free guides that I told you about will give you some ideas of how to practice this principle of intuitive eating in your life. But use your the things that you've become aware of to choose a practice. And it could be as simple as I'm just going to practice listening each day and doing my best to honor it. That's a practice, right? Then step number three is alignment. Once you've become aware, 
and you've stepped into practicing it, then start to align your practice with your your desired outcome or your vision as a woman of wellness. Okay. I know that well let's let here's a good example. So let's say you're really tired in the morning and you really want to exercise in the morning or really it's like the only time that you have to exercise but you do not want to wake up in the morning because you're so tired and you start to pay attention to that and you realize that you're not going to bed early enough to give yourself enough sleep to wake up and no wonder you're tired right so you implement a practice you choose to align yourself with who you want to become you want to become an exerciser, right? You want to become a woman of wellness who moves her body on a daily basis. So you choose a practice that aligns with that. Well, okay, I can choose to exercise later in the day, or I can choose to say, okay, the way that I align with that vision is that I need to go to bed one hour earlier so that I can wake up at the time that I need so that I get a sufficient night's sleep, right? aligning with who you want to become is what gives you the motivation to follow through. Or maybe you want to have some, you want to have energy throughout the day. That's something that you want to show up throughout the day. You don't want to feel like you're dragging all day long. So you choose a practice to align with that version of you who can show up all day long to drink your water and maybe having a consistent like eating plan where you eat every couple hours because that's how you get energy. So ultimately what we're working toward is alignment. Using the principles of intuitive eating to align with the woman of wellness that you want to become. I'll go through those steps one more time for you. How to start implementing intuitive eating into your life. Step one is awareness. Step into awareness and start to connect with your body. Step two is practice. Practice implementing those, acting on the awareness, right? Acting on what you're learning. And step three is then alignment alignment with the woman that you want to become using your practices to align you with who you want to show up as that's what intuitive eating is it's utilizing food and nutrition and a lifestyle approach that supports the lifestyle that you want to live okay So maybe you want to go to the gym first thing in the morning and you need energy to get there. Maybe you need to eat something before you go instead of showing up on an empty stomach and not being able to do your workout, right? It's unique to everyone. Some people don't like to work out. They like to work out on an empty stomach, right? That's the cool part about intuitive eating is there are, there are strategies, there are nutrition strategies, there are things we need to learn about nutrition and skills and exercise and understanding what, how and what supports our body and then using those principles and those strategies to implement them into our unique life. So for example, I love to hike and I've shared this before. I love to hike and I love to trail run. So for me, one of my intuitive approaches to life is that my body needs fuel 
especially on the days that I go running or hiking. Um, and I need to give it fuel. And I also need to train according to how I want to show up on the mountain, right? If I want to be able to hike and not huff and puff my whole way up there, although that still happens a lot. <laughs> um, if I want to hike and feel energized to do that, I need to show up on the regular at the gym or outside walking or hiking. You know, I need to do those things regularly. And that's the way that I want to show up in my life. But maybe that's not the way you want to show up in your life, right? Maybe you want to be a water skier. That's like the last thing I want to do. <laughs> but that takes skills and it takes uh, cardiovascular endurance and muscular endurance that you need to build up to have, right? So what are the things that you want to do? Do you want to, do you want to have energy for your kids all day? Do you want to be less grouchy, right? When we don't have fuel in the form of calories and, and nutrient dense calories, right? You got to understand we just because it's calories, we've got to think, how can I, how can I implement nutrients into these calories so that I am not grouchy? I'm not overloaded on sugar and show up as a grouchy mom or just grouchy throughout the day, right? Like I know that when I overeat sugar, I definitely, my mood is affected by it. It's because I've become aware. I've become aware of how food and exercise, how it, how it works in my body, how it affects my body. And that's the first step for you. And yeah, it takes some time to learn, but the cool thing is, is once you have it, you know, you know how to listen to your body and you're much easy. It's much easier to connect a symptom to a cause, right? Oh yeah. I didn't sleep great last night. No wonder I'm craving junk food. My, my hormones are probably all whacked up right now because you know, it, it's tricky when you don't eat all night. So thinking about those things and then you can connect, okay, I'm going to go to bed a little bit earlier today, or I'm going to give myself a little nap today, right? We can connect those two. That's the power and the beauty of intuitive eating. So I hope that you have learned a lot today and also that you have more of a desire to implement intuitive eating strategies into your life, into your health and wellness goals and what you want to accomplish. And we talk a lot about intuitive eating around here. We help you implement an intuitive eating into your strategies in our wellness wellness coaching. What am I trying to say? Our wellness academy coaching program, um, as well as, you know, one-on-one support, whatever you want to, whatever support you need. That's how we implement those strategies and help you become really the boss, right? You get to take over the control and you get to be in the driver's seat and and that's where we step into the responsibility and the accountability. And sometimes it takes a little work to to get there and, and want to do that. And that's okay too. Um, but just know that it's a fulfilling lifestyle when you have an intuitive approach. And you you get to you get to have that control and you get to feel like you can listen to your body and you get closer to your body and you connect with your body. And then you can learn things that are really unique to you, right? I shared on another podcast a while ago that through a a series of things, which I won't go into right now, I discovered that if I eat gluten regularly, I do get grouchy. Like I notice gluten is 
very, it very much affects my, um, attitude. I have noticed that sugar, like white sugar, brown sugar, like really refined sugar gives me headaches pretty quickly now. And so I've found other natural sugars that don't give me headaches like maple syrup, coconut sugar, and I use those in my foods and it helps significantly to help me with headaches. Again, I am a human and I'm still working on, you know, my hydration efforts. And so I am also stepping into more awareness and and stepping into like, how can I improve this? For some reason, it's a hard one for me. So I'm kind of working through that and that's okay. You're going to have those things. I know when I go to bed at a particular time, I feel best. Even if I slept the same amount of hours, I know if I go to bed at 10 or 10.30 and I wake up between 5.30 and 6, I show up better. Even if I went to bed at midnight and woke up at 8, which would never happen, by the way. <laughs> I do not know how to sleep in. It's a curse from my father. But, um, well, I'll say it's not a curse, actually. I love it. But it wouldn't be the same. And so I have learned, like, I don't even stay up late on New Year's Eve. It's just not worth it to me. It's not worth it to me to feel crummy if I can prevent it. So I celebrate at 10 p.m. and I go to bed and I feel great the next day. And that's an essential for me. Sleep is a huge essential for me. I do not function without sleep. Um, And so all of these things you learn about your body so that you can take actions that align with how you want to show up. When I stay up till midnight, I do not show up well the next day. And that affects my ability to be a good coach and affects my ability to be a good mother and all of the above. And I want to show up for you guys and I want to show up for my family and I want to show up for my life every day. That's what an intuitive approach can do for you. So if you have questions about it, shoot me an e- a message on Instagram or um, on email. You can email me if you're like, I want to get started or or whatever. I do have those free guides. So that's a really great place to get started. We've got the podcast. You could do it as in the academy. You can coach with me one-on-one. There's lots of options to help you come to this place of peace. And what I ultimately would like to say is taking an intuitive approach to life. And how cool would that be to be the captain of your own life and to feel like instead of other things controlling you, you have the control. You can create that direction for where you want to go. Thank you so much for joining me and I will be back next week. Okay, my friend, if you love the Woman of Wellness podcast, did you know that one of the biggest ways you can say thank you is by hitting that subscribe button and leaving a review? This helps the women that need this message have more of a chance of seeing it. And if these messages speak to you, why not share the love? I genuinely care what you think of this podcast. If this particular episode resonated with you, just copy the link and send it to a friend or share it on social media. Make sure to tag me at a woman of wellness and I will be sure to send my love right back. And while you're at it, just come hang out with me on Instagram. I share lots more support over there as well. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for being here. I absolutely mean it.